Welcome back to Marvelous Marion with your host, me, Marion. It's my podcast. <laughs> this is the podcast for my brother, Michael. Hi. And my cousin, Patrick. Hello. Forced me to watch all the Marvel movies for the rest of my life. And I don't regret it completely sometimes. <laughs> uh, we're on our way to see Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Yeah. I, just, I, I know it has nothing to do with Ant-Man. It kind of does. A lot of things, while we were gone for around two months, a lot of things happened in the MCU. Um, Tom, the casting of Tom Holland for Spider-Man. and the It was Ant- a pretty good, marvelous month, wouldn't you say? I was telling Patrick, maybe oh, I could quit the podcast and you could call it the Marvelous Marvel. <laughs> Can I quit the podcast? <laughs> I don't know. You said it's yours, so just kidding. No. So we've been gone for like a month, um, two months, around two months, around two months since uh, Avengers because we kind of had the dumb idea of naming this after just Marvel movies, and we haven't had any excuse to record another one. Um, even though some of you wanted us to do an Inside Out one, and we should have done one. Some of you. It's just Sam, Sam. our biggest fan, who won't listen to this until she gets back from Honduras. So hello in the future, Sam! (laughs) Yeah. How's it going? I'm merging, so you guys talk. Okay, so, like I said, a lot of things happen in the MCU. Like, Tom Holland being casted for the new Spider-Man, and him being announced to make his, um, debut in Captain America, Captain America Civil War, and the, the cast, the most recent casting of Elodie Young for Elektra for Daredevil season two, and I think the one everybody, in my opinion, my favorite casting, of John Bernthal being casted as Frank Castle, or as a lot of you may know him as the Punisher in for Daredevil season two. I just, I know, it has nothing to do with Ant Man, but I just, I really wanted to mention that. And I. All right. And Martin, what is your take? <laughs> what are your feelings about all that news? Uh, I felt nothing, <laughs> and I don't care. <laughs> I feel a lot of chicken nuggets in me right now. We're yeah. we're heading to the seven o'clock showing um, of the the night before's, I guess. Yeah. The Thursday release of Batman. And it's like the new midnight release. That's the new midnight yeah. release. Yeah. So we're gonna see how bonkers it is. Yeah, I wonder if. It, it, do you really think a lot of people will be lined up? Because most yeah. most of like what I've heard about this from other people who don't like Marvel as much as you guys is that they're not interested in seeing this at all. Yeah, this might be a sleeper. So yeah, yeah, like um, even even, even our cousin Travis is like this one. I'll just wait till it's in on DVD probably. Well, Travis thought Guardians of the Galaxy looked dumb. So a lot of uh, a couple. Yeah. I love you, bro. But <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> but um. But honestly, if if I hadn't seen all the Marvel movies for this podcast, this was one I would probably be down for because I love Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. It looks funny and not like... Yo, but we gotta... I mean, it's still a sad day because today we could have been seeing an Edgar Wright movie. Like, not even just Edgar Wright doing Ant-Man, just like, period, an Edgar Wright movie, you know? That's kind of a bummer. Was it really interesting? He hasn't announced anything... Or he hasn't even announced to do anything. Was he really like, um, it was just a rumor, or like he was actually gonna do it? He was, no, it was attached. He, he like showed footage at, at Comic Con. Oh, he was like super excited for it. Like, he was really excited for it. 
Um, I'm upset. Yeah, yeah, like it was just a passion thing. But, I mean, uh, Marvel stays consistent by having, like, directors that are willing to work in a TV-like way, so this might be kind of better for the series as a whole. Who's that? Who actually directed it? Keaton Reed. Yeah. Who's that? I can't, I can't think of his... He directed Yes, yes Man, I think. But I mean what from what I'm hearing so far from like friends that have gone to advanced screenings and like I've only heard good things about Yeah, me yeah. too. Like an interesting thing. It's cool that like we're not gonna see a Marvel movie today that's gonna just be about a guy that's trying to destroy the world, you know? Yeah. Like, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're kinda just that's watching, why I'd be down we're watching to a watch father daughter movie that is also a highest movie, which is pretty cool. A father daughter movie? Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's about Scott Lang and it's his he steals for his daughter, right? It's his daughter. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she's like, she grows up to be Captain Marvel or anything. I think she's just... No, I mean the yeah. actress. Oh, I don't know. Some little chick, some little girl. Oh, so she's like young and... Yeah, yeah. Okay. And Paul Rudd's what? 40 something? I think the best review... Like 50. No way! What? He's the best looking 50 ever. Paul Rudd? He's a 50 that can get it. Am I right, ladies? I'm just kidding. He might be a like 40. <laughs> but he was like... <laughs> right? He was like in... Clueless when he was like 20 already, like yeah, late 20s. That's true. I mean, he's probably older, but I don't like think he's late 50. 40s. Yeah. What do you know about Ant Man, Maria? Uh, he grows small. I know he can grow big too in the he comics. He grows small? He gets small, whatever. Yeah, his big version's called Giant Man, so I don't think we're gonna see that. Does he have like a. Does he have superhuman strength when he's small? Like, a, like an ant does? Yeah, that's what, the, that's what like, they've been kind okay, of putting in the, the trailers. Okay, the, the, the thing is, but from the trailers, I'm like, the, yes, ants can carry like a hundred times their weight, but they can't like punch us and it'll hurt us, you know? <laughs> well, yeah. It's a more, <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I don't know, though. Like, There's a guy in this universe who can grow into a huge green rage monster when he gets mad. No, no, like, but so they have to time. like explain that like... Yeah, but they kind of like, it's not back, it's like just... That's just a stretch of science fiction. Yeah. Like, they need to set up the rules to where it makes Yeah, yeah, sense. that's what I'm saying. If they set up the rules where I, I won't care then, but... Yeah. That's what they're explaining it as in the trailer, and it's like, come on. <laughs> hey, nah. guys, we haven't seen a shrinking movie in the theater since Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, right? <laughs> so, that'll be cool. I never seen it. I, I still think that they should have made this a 3D theater, <laughs> like, like how they shrunk the audience in Disneyland, <laughs> and the whole movie, there's like ants like, in the, the audience, yeah. and then like Michael Douglas is looking out. You know, oh, hey, where are you guys? <laughs> you know the scene. Your suits work. <laughs> the scene where he's in the bathtub, that like they spray water at her face. <laughs> oh, they actually do that. Well, it's not like that interactive. What? No, because uh, pre- I did the preview. No, bad Disneyland, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, but. Yeah. They're not going to do this in our Burbank theater. Oh, I'm just going to pour water on my hand and do it to you. <laughs> just spit on your face. <laughs> <laughs> when Evangeline Lily punches Paul Rudd, you just punch him in the face. <laughs> you just punch some random guy in the face, right? Right? Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. So this is going to be the last MCU movie this whatever. We can go over this after, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, so we're gonna watch Ant-Man, guys. Um, I just I'm probably gonna fall asleep because I have food coma. But <laughs> what other podcast episode is different from that? I'm gonna vomit. I 
just Good realized this is the first Marvel movie we've seen for the first time together. None of us have seen yet. Movies? Uh, it's the first one, right? Yeah. That's I'm, cool. I'm usually on the up and ups. Um, Alright guys, we'll see you. We'll be back with our movie review of Ant-Man. Imagine a soldier the size of an insect. The ultimate secret weapon. If you give godlike powers to everyone, it's gonna be chaos. So how do we stop him? By knowing I. Scott, I've been watching you for a while. You're different. And I believe everyone deserves a shot at redemption. Do you? Absolutely. My days of breaking into places and stealing stuff are over. What do you want me to do? I want you to break into a place and steal some stuff. Makes sense. Are you ready to become the hero? Now, this suit has power. You have to learn how to control it. And these are your greatest allies. You're kind of cute. Whoa. When you're small, you have superhuman strength. You like a bullet. So you need to know how to punch. You want to show me how to punch? Show me how to punch. That's how you punch. You tried to hide your suit from me. Now, it's going to blow up in your face and destroy everyone you care about. Stop the future? You're just a thief! No. A man, man. I know. It wasn't my idea. back from Ant-Man and right now my Ant-Man wasn't that a good movie <laughs> <laughs> and for those who follow Marion on Twitter you know that she burned that already on the tweet uh, you really burned that on the tweet you can't do it yeah. well I guess that's fine right I think it works better um, audibly <laughs> yeah Ant-Man was that a good movie <laughs> now people could fave that tweet yeah and retweet it alright so let's do a a non-spoiler version of the review, and then a spoiler okay. one later. So generally, um, generally, wasn't it crazy when I'm just kidding? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't it crazy when Captain America showed up? Um, <laughs> non-spoiler alert. Let's go around the table first. Let's find out from the podcast, uh, the titular character of the podcast, Marvelous. Where are you, Marvelous? I get that I'm the only girl in this podcast. I'm just kidding. Um, what do you want me to do? Uh, what did what you, you think about this? Film? I thought it was really funny. Really funny? Yeah. But Marvel movies have been pretty comedic. You think this is different? Mm, this I is think the- it was more funny than it was 
Right. That's more comedic than most. I don't know, man. What do you think? I don't, yeah. I can't this validate is, your opinion. This is your review. It's, yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> I think my review is Ant-Man, that was a good movie. <laughs> good movie? You, yeah. It's generally good? Yeah. Do you think it's one of the best films in the MCU so far? Patrick's know. affinity towards ranking is just tearing us apart. Patrick, what do you think? Generally okay. speaking. Oh, generally speaking, um, it was funny. I wouldn't say it was one of the best. It was like top ten, but it's uh no. Just I wouldn't say it was like top five. I would say it was movies. top ten. How many movies are there? Uh, <laughs> top, top ten out of twelve. <laughs> no, um, is it twelve? Okay. I don't know. Okay, six. Uh, no. well, who cares? Just okay, go. Yeah, it's one. Of, it's one of my favorite um, films in the MCU. It's not as good as Guardians, but it was good. It was enjoyable. Cool. Funny. I thought this was a refreshing movie. I like that Marvel likes to do different stuff, and it felt different. And I think Scott Lang is a very relatable character. Um, and he, it's cool because he's not super idealistic. He doesn't have like a typical hero's origin story, you know. He's kind of like I guess Star Lord in the fact that they're both kind of thieves, but you know, he's also a father. He's also just trying to make ends meet. I like that we saw the first Avenger as a retail clerk because we didn't get to see that in any other movie right everyone comes from mm-hmm. like just kind of idealized backgrounds it's pretty relatable followed the myth structure that joseph campbell likes to tout that what? has been followed in movies i don't want to get into it because that's a whole another podcast this is yeah this is a very different marvel film yeah. Like uh, you mentioned, I don't know if you mentioned it on the podcast, but you said that, yeah, like how you just said, it was more, it was a heist film. Yeah, was, I'm the one that made yeah. that observation, not thousands of journalists <laughs> and Marvel publication. Yeah, it's a, it's a heist movie, basically. It's kind of like Honey, I the Kids meets Ocean's Eleven <laughs> and Super Punchy, right? Oh, the shots in this film were really cool. Oh, the shots in this film were really cool, man. Yep. Yeah, the shots, like, um, I think... Yeah, there was, like, that one time that one guard shot <laughs> yeah. someone, and then that one person got shot. Spoilers. That's tried, the yeah, I tried, yeah, I almost went to spoiler territory. Yeah, the shots were pretty on point. Not a lot of misses, you know what I'm saying? Stormtroopers weren't part of this. <laughs> what? The shots were cool, yeah, I guess. I think it would have been visually more exciting if Mr. Edgar Wright directed it, but Peyton Reed did a fantastic job with what he had to deal with in the short amount of time that he was working on it. Um, it felt like an Edgar Wright movie, kind of. Yeah. You know? th- that's what I was thinking. I was like, this would be better if Edgar Wright directed it, but then I was like, it's it's still as funny as an Edgar Wright movie. Yeah. And it's because... You could just tell the points in the movie without spoiling it where... Edgar Wright would have, like, kind of meted it up a little bit, you know? Yeah. Um, but overall, still there. Let's talk about Paul Rudd. Mr. Paulito Rudd. What's Paul short for? Is that just a full name? Paul. Polito. <laughs> Polito Rudd. Marcus Ruffalo and Polito Rudd. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys think of our new Avenger? Our... I think it's it's cool that Paul Rudd is, <laughs> is a Avenger? Marvel superhero. Yeah. He's probably, I mean, arguably almost as big as Robert Downey Jr. going into it. Oh, yeah. A Marvel movie, right? Because, like, everyone else is pretty, like, you know, they're working actors, but not. Yeah. They haven't helmed their own movies or, like, been part of huge movies already. Mm -hmm. And Paul Rudd, I mean, I wouldn't say, like, blockbuster big, but, like, you know, he's Paul Rudd. He's pretty known. He did uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin. 
You know a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, We're not going to go into yeah, Paul Rudd's yeah. discography of that. That'd be redundant because everyone knows who Paul, Paul Rudd, Rudd is. Paul Rudd was born in a nice little town. It's just funny because he's a Marvel superhero, so like they even had that one shot of him shirtless, and he had to like, get really buff for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> where he's like what? tiny. Mostly. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. You didn't, where he's like... He's is trying, that a spoiler? He, no, because he got like a huge... like. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's injured a little bit. That's not too much of a spoiler, right? No, no, yeah. Everyone so he's just injured. cleaning a wound shirtless, and you're like, whoa, he's like super buff. But not you, super buff. But it's but not he has like, like abs. It's not like a dramatic transformation, like no. Chris Prattish. It's not know? a transformation, but it's funny that he had to get really. It's funny, yeah, because it's funny because Scott Lang. Because he's tiny the whole time. <laughs> yeah, and Scott Lang doesn't need to be. Yeah. In shape, like arguably the only people that need to be in shape are Thor and. Captain America, right? But it's a Marvel yeah. movie. They want everyone to be in shape. I guess. Which is, yeah, it's weird. It's like, what is the... I think Mark Ruffalo's not like, you know... Mark Ruffalo and Robert Downey Jr. He probably has don't. average yeah. body fat percentage, doesn't he? Um, I mean, he's probably, Robert Downey Jr. is like fit. He's fit, but he's not like, he's not going to extremes like where he look like he looks like he can kill someone with his own fist. Nobody looks like that except for Chris Hemsworth. That's and Chris Hem- he's and a... Chris Evans. Yeah, mm. but Chris Hemsworth more so. Oh yeah, yeah and, and that makes sense. Arms because, on that guy, especially with because his he's long supposed hair. to be like a long, god majestic god. golden hair that just Bang. flows in the wind. What do you guys think of? Uh, okay, so Paul Rudd, yeah, Paul Rudd, is, and he's charming as fuck. I think. Yeah. How'd you guys think about Michael Douglas? I like him. He's all right. Nothing too crazy. He did what he needed to do. It's cool that we got to see Hank Pym on screen, but... Oh, yeah. Um, Didn't he create Ultron in the film? Yeah, and then, like, a lot of people got upset. In the comics, yeah. In the comics, I mean, like, a lot of people I think pretty much... I think the consensus is, like, what they did with Ultron is pretty... It's... It fits the MCU, Mm. you know? Yeah. But, um, we got to see him a little bit younger. That's not too much of a spoiler. It's the first scene. Um, How did they do that? Was that actually Michael Douglas, or was this some guy who just looked exactly like him? I think they used CG to age him down, like they did uh-huh. in X Men: The Last Stand and Terminator and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except this one. No, X Men: The Last Stand. It was Origins. No. Origins. <laughs> what are you Trust talking about? Me. It was, For no, who? Patrick Stewart. Uh yeah. Oh, it was both. This it is boring. Let's go. No, both of them. Yeah, never mind. It was mostly The Last Stand. Oh yeah. yeah All yeah, right, yeah. get get over it. <laughs> Sorry, I had to be right. Sculling's cool, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's like probably one of my favorite characters in the MCU. Yeah, I think um, Michael Pena definitely stole the show. Yeah. He got the most laughs. He's so funny. <laughs> his uh, his his storytelling segments when he's like just like flashing <laughs> back, they remind him. It reminds you, reminds me of Drunk History. Yeah, that, uh, that's exactly what I thought. Where yeah, right? Because yeah, yeah, everyone's yeah, yeah. mouthing what he's saying. Um, those are funny moments. That feels like an Edgar Wright moment, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Edgar Wright co-wrote the original screenplay with Joe Cornish, I think, and um, <laughs> who Joe Cornish who did Attack the Block. And uh, Adam McKay and Paul Rudd came in to do whatever adjustments needed to be done for Peyton Reed's version of the movie. And I think that all those guys are cool, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's cool because it's like the people that came in to, to rewrite were like, cool people too. It's not like Terminator Genesis where it's just like, or Jurassic World where yeah. it's just four disparate dire- uh, writers. Really? Know? Yeah. Four? Probably four credited, but it's oh. probably but who's 40. who's the other guy besides Paul Rudd? 
uh, Adam McKay, the director of like Talladega Nights and Forty or not Forty Origin, um, Anchorman and ah. yeah, Will Ferrell's uh, co-founder of Funny or Die. Um, yeah, and Joe Cornish. Yeah, I already said that. Yeah. But yeah, so and man, and it's uh, it's a nice origin story, but not being really an origin story, right? It doesn't. Did it feel origin story to you guys? No. It was a. It's, like, it's because it's I mean not, it is an origin story, yeah, it's but a, it's like a. Some, it's because it's, it's like a power being passed down. Yeah, it's a past. So yeah. It's like, story. It's like Star Wars ish. Yeah. You have this guy who has this thing. Like a lot of the scenes where he's learning how to control the ants remind me of Star Wars, right? When it's like you got to yeah. clear your mind. Oh, the use the force, all that. Yeah. yeah. That was cool. I love I love the scenes with the ants. That was funny. Yeah, I it mean it's funny, it's like it a cool. it's a really weird quirky turn. I can see why people call it a weird Marvel movie. Yeah. <laughs> why? Because it's just it's just like. Because he controls ants. Yeah. Oh, the com! I love the combat in this scene. The the way he actually fights people, it's really cool. Like, yeah, that's a part of the movie where I think Edgar Wright would have done a much better job. Yeah. Yeah. But... Because just visually, it's cool, but like they didn't. There's a lot more you could do visually with that kind of, um, with that idea of like growing and shrinking and stuff. Because it just feels like he's appearing and reapp- disappearing. Yeah. And like the only reason why you know it's not happening is because it has the Ant Man shrinking effect, which is kind of cool and comic booky. But I feel like more could have been done visually in that sense. But you know, whatever. It's uh, it's got to fit into the universe. So, um, Evangeline Lilly, Myron. Did you like her? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they give her such a weird haircut? Is that what she looked like in the comic book? I don't know. I'm not too know. familiar with that man comics. I mean, like, cool character, but what's up with that haircut? <laughs> <laughs> you you prefer like a Kate haircut? I, I think know. it's be- I, I like her hair better there than in uh, the Hobbit movies. Yeah. And she gets to speak in her native tongue, which is cool. <laughs> What? Because didn't she affect an English accent in the Hobbit movies? I don't remember. Uh, those were disastrous. <laughs> anyway. Talk about a franchise you could sh- wish you could shrink down to size, am I right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> should have been one movie, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Was it like one book? It was one book, right? Yeah, it was one book. Isn't it weird that T.I. was in this movie? Yeah. That was, <laughs> for no reason. That was crazy. And, uh, and he was... He fit. <laughs> like his team was cool. It was like uh, I like how they weren't like straight up G's or anything. It was just like just quirky robbers, right? <laughs> yeah. Like Why was that is. guy Romanian? I don't know. That's a weird choice. Just because it was Romanian. I Why not? <laughs> I kind of was it was was that a fake accent? Um. I don't know. I honestly kind of thought he was from the same country as they uh, said in the movie. And Scarlet Witch. Oh, I didn't. Russia? I didn't, oh. Wakanda. It wasn't Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um. Russia. Yeah, but it was like a specific place. I forgot. It was that place uh, where they were the from. City. I, it just remind, the the city reminded me of it. The city and Ultron dropped. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to say. It's. I, I think it was just a solid movie. Yeah. Like, it's entertaining. It doesn't overstay its welcome. It's paced pretty well. Um. I kind of made fun of the other movies a lot. How? Are we going to go in spoiler territory now? No. Okay. What do you mean? 
It just made fun of the other movies. Like, um, there was... Uh, like they throw me, shade yeah. at Ultron. They... Well, he's just criticizing what the Avengers did. Yeah. I think one reason, like, and that, they, that and... helped with, like, with me, because I, for, I actually kind of forgot it was, it was part of the MCU. And, like, until they kind of mention that it's in the same universe when they and... mention what happened in that one country. And it kind of helps remind people, like, oh, yeah, this is, they are in the same universe, so... Like, that helped uh, me remember. Also, when when he's like, we should call the Avengers first and stuff like that. Yeah. He's just <laughs> making fun of, because he's he's the everyday guy. Like, if you were put in his position, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, totally. You would do that. You need me. And everything's just so kind of like matter of fact with him, you know. Yeah. I like how he's not too quirky. Like, he does, it doesn't seem like he's trying too hard, but he still, like, has a personality, you know? Perfect balance on Paul Rudd's part. He kind of makes this movie. Like, if anyone else would have been Ant-Man, it would have been a little less fun yeah. to watch, I think. Um, I mean, Hank Pym, I think we could have recasted without affecting too much of it. Michael Douglas did a pretty decent job, but um, I don't as think... As who would you recast it as? I don't know, but, like... He, Gary Oldman. Like, what? how he played it was kind of a little more interchangeable, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't think Paul Rudd's that interchangeable. Like, who, I don't know. I can't think of too many people who else could pull that off that he did. Yeah, because this is like... Because he doesn't really get to star-star in movies, like, where he's, like, the main character, right? Yeah. No, yeah, he's either co-starring. Like, he's in pretty successful movies. I mean, like, I this is you, 40. Man. I love you, man. But he's, like, co-starring. This True. is just, like, all him. Um, I mean... But sort of not. Michael Douglas, kind of. Yeah, I mean, it's like a, an ensemble, a good ensemble. And they there's a lot of cool... Like, it just it's just kind of layered with, M, like, with Marvel tidbits, but, like, it's not beat over the... beat over your head with it, you know? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of... a lot of cool nods will get into spoiler territory. But, yeah, overall, I don't know. What would you give it? Uh, out of uh, 10? No, out of 15. Oh, out of 15, okay. Um, out of 7. Out of 7. <laughs> no, let's change it to 11. 11? Okay, uh, maybe... maybe <laughs> out of 500. Nine, okay, out of 10? Out of 9-11. Uh, <laughs> I would give it... Uh, okay, out of 2 uh, cow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Cut it out, cut it out. Edit this. Hang on the phone. I mean, you just like set it up in the other side. I know, I know. I was trying to think of. I was trying to think of something. I was going to say 93 or something, like something more subtle, but. uh. 293. Okay, um, out of 10. Out of 10, I would give it probably 8.5 or 9. Cool. What about you, Mary? Sure. Eight. eight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why do we have a podcast? <laughs> Rating it's my least favorite because, like, if you put them all, like what I've said over the podcast, and put them next to each other, it wouldn't accurately. I know, but how much I, I think like people them. understand it's in the moment, you know? Yeah. It's just like, you know, how you feel. How do you feel out of 10 right now? Like, you, you know, just like saw. Eight out of 10. I think so. Eight and a half. I'd, I'd say I'd be more like the eight and a half, eight point seven five maybe. 
because it's just I like I give points for originality. Oh, yeah. yeah, and it's not wholly original, but like it uses enough of like homage to like kind of make it, um, you know, fresh feeling. So there's a lot of cool stuff actually. I think the fun, the the most fun parts to talk about are like the stuff that are spoilers, right? Because it's the surprise. Oh, yeah. So let's just do it. Let's just talk about it. I know you want to talk about it. Like it. Spoiler alert! No spoilers known. I just want to say this. I kind of felt upset a little bit that we got more of Falcon in this film than we did in the Avengers when when they really needed him most. Honestly, did I, they need him? Obviously, they didn't because they completed it. No, and but wouldn't he wouldn't, there. wouldn't he have helped a lot if like he would have saved if, a couple civilians? Yeah, spot. instead of War Machine coming out, we, we went over this. Instead of War Machine coming out, it was Falcon that came out. We all thought it was Falcon. It should have been. It should have been both, both of them. Or both of them at least. But at least Falcon. I just want to see Falcon because. Well, you saw. Yeah. But this fight was cool. I didn't, like, I knew he was going to be in the movie, but I thought it was just going to be, like, what we first got when he was just like, oh, I'm Ant-Man. But I didn't know they are going to fight. That was cool. It's like, oh, cool, we have two Avengers fighting in this movie. That's kind of... Civil War. That's kind of... uh, He's like, did he just say, hi, I'm Scott? (laughs) (laughs) Um... But yeah, I think that's kind of like the standout, right? Marvel standout for this movie. What is the is like how much Falcon we get? Oh, yeah. yeah, that was it was cool. Yeah, it was um, I thought it was gonna be like Iron Man was talking to Yellow Jacket when he says hi, I'm Ant Man, because that's what the trailers made it seem. Yeah, they were hiding. Wait, we didn't talk cool. about Yellow Jacket at all. How do you guys feel about him? Could have been a better villain. I mean, it wasn't about. It's not about the. That wasn't the main conflict, you know. Oh yeah, but yeah. It was like more of the heist. Um, it was more getting the stuff away from him. But um, Corey Stoll's cool. Like, I like him in House of Cards. Uh, but he's he doesn't have a lot to do. His character has doesn't have a lot to Who do. Who is that guy that um, Michael Douglas punches in the beginning? He's he does defense for Shield. Yeah, no. Is he part from? of Hydra? During the, the yeah. present time, okay. So he was one of the, the actors. Um, I don't know. He he's he's just one of those guys with one of those faces, no, you know. He, I know him from. Okay, while well, you look it up, um, it was cool. We got to see the Triskelion in the beginning. The them creating the Triskelion, like it was still under construction. What's the Triskelion? Um, that was the main building that from Winter Soldier that their that Shield headquarters is in. Oh. Um, that gets destroyed by the end of Winter Soldier. Um, because we haven't seen that, that's like the one period of time, like the 80s hasn't been really covered in any of the movies or anything. Because we have, we have the old school from Captain America and then the present day, but we have, we don't have anything from like 80s, 90s, which is cool. Wait, Uh, um, wasn't there a rumor that that they were going to bring Hank Pym to Agent Carter? Or, like, give him his own show. Yeah, I told you that in the car, bro. No, no, no. This is, no, not, no, 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 no. This is, like, before. Like, they were talking, they were in talk. Like, I heard about it. Like. It's, like, fan whispers, like, um, oh, yeah. Because they we had Peggy Carter, which is cool. That was, that was fun for me. Haley Atwell was in it. Especially after this, like, I guess it's relevant after this whole, um, Dub Wars thing that's been going on. Oh, dub dub Smash. Smash Wars. That was funny. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is still going on. Um, yeah, I think Agents of Shield won that thing. During uh-huh. that whole. The Haley we, Atwell won. When the she, We Are the Champions. Uh, yeah. When no. she had Captain America and, and yeah. have their last dance and then make out. Yeah. 
and then nobody and then what's cool about that is it says nobody puts Jarvis in the corner and obviously that song's from Dirty Dancing, right? Yeah. It's Dirty Dancing? Yeah. I didn't see, um, I, didn't see I only saw one of Captain America. There's another one where they had a dance. I showed it to you. No, you never showed that to me. Okay. But um but that song, uh uh Clark Gregg, Agent Coulson, is married to Jennifer Grey, who stars in Dirty Dancing. What? So that's kind of like a personal thing. Haley Atwell's made it personal twice. She did one of Chloe Bennett's songs when she's Chloe Wong. And she's, now she did a Jennifer Grey song, which is pretty cool. So Haley Owl's like being, being pretty clever. But that but that We Are the Champions one's pretty good. But yeah. Like, I, like, I, I rewatch that thing a lot. I don't know why. I just love seeing Phil Coulson come out just, just as an Agent Carter. That was funny. Yeah, it's funny. Um, but she, uh, that's a, that was a cool cameo. And then we got to see Instagram. John Slattery again as Howard Stark. That's why he looks so familiar from Iron, Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2, yeah. Yeah. Um, the the one who's the yeah 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 and uh, yeah. and he's always cool. That prologue was cool. It was cool seeing all the people that we recognize again with Hank. It was a nice introduction to Hank Pym, which is uh, that aspect's kind of weird because it's like Hank Pym's supposed to be like Tony Stark and Steve Rogers' peer, but now he's comics, aged. Right? Yeah, but now he's aged backwards. So <laughs> it's a little bit of things, but I think it's cool because of who he is now and. Cassie Lang might be in the MCU eventually. What about that conflict, but the whole relationship with the, between like the father and daughter between um, I it think was both a father of them, and no, daughter movie. No, between, it's like, like a Michael Friday Duck. Night's Lights episode where it's like they're parallels. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it was right. Right, because like, it's Hank Pym and Hope Pym. Yeah, and then Cassie yeah. and Scott. So like Lang. you think it's about one, but it's actually it's about, about both the of them. Yeah. yeah, and that's how they relate. Pretty well. That's like, pretty cool. <laughs> I, like I just relate everything back to Fred. <laughs> I like the relationship between um, Hope and Scott. Like it, it was like the whole started off. Just, it was just just like hating, and then ended up liking. It, and I think one of the wow, one of my would love Korean <laughs> dramas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a good dynamic, like, right? Like one of my favorite, hating to liking. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite moments now in, in the movie was um, when Hope and Scott are in the car and Scott's just telling her like um, because my mom says all the time like she would rather she wants other people to do it when she knows I can do it when she wants others because she doesn't want to jeopardize the safety it's the whole thing with like Hank does Hank knows she's capable of take putting on the suit and doing this whole job but she doesn't want to lose somebody else in his life and I think that was really cool. Uh, that yeah. was really nice. Yeah, especially when we find out who the mom is, and that was cool because yeah. because the wasp is an original founding member of the Avengers, really? and we didn't get really? that in this universe, but we get to see her in action, even though we don't get to see her face or anything. Which is, yeah, do you who think? Was it? Yeah, do you think? I mean, it, the door's open for her to come back. Yeah, if, if they. Yeah. Go back and then just have that blue thingy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? That's <laughs> cool. yeah. that was the cool. enlarging thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a cool scene. Like when he's keeps shrinking and shrinking, like yeah. he can't stop. It was really interstellar. It was super trippy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I was thinking that Does they're that gonna throw something just, in there. She's just still in there, getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Do you think she died? Already? I think you, it stops at one point. Like there's a point where like he reached stasis, right? Oh, yeah. And then that's when that's when he had the time to readjust. So the she's just thing. floating around in there. Yeah, that's a, I thought we we're gonna see like a glimpse of her, maybe, or or someone else in the Same. MCU. Um, 
but they that thing that he went to that quantum physical place mm-hmm. is is a nod to something in Civil War also for people that are trying to like get all their MCU facts straight it's a nod to the zone that Hank Pym oh. sends super villains in Civil War that's why I think happening. it's called the quantum zone I think he even mentions it called the, the quantum zone, zone. something zero. like that Something um, like that. It was the prison where is that prison where they kept everybody, right? Yeah. Yeah. So instead of going back to save his wife, he's just gonna throw in a bunch of villains. There. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and he also throws in. She's yeah. the warden. <laughs> do, do you think that it's? Were you guys expecting Hank Pym to die? I was kind of expecting him to die. Yeah, I, I kind of thought he would. But we, but I would take Hank Pym over Anthony. And his death really got me. And I, it's I, no bing bong. I've been... Which, oh, is no, which is no giant. So the saw comes back to this is not the Iron Giant. <laughs> it's the Iron Ant. Ooh, I wonder if there's a story where Iron Man makes an Ant-Man suit, like an iron suit for various microscopic sizes. That's a comic I'm pitching to you, Marvel. Wait, what? What did you say? If Tony Stark ever made a iron suit for Ants? like for for Ant Man, ah. like so he's even more powerful. Like how he did one for Spider Man. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm pitching that, Marvel. Anyways, um, what else was cool about this movie? That was a spoiler. The mid credit uh, scene and post credit scene. I think we're really enjoyable. Oh yeah, we got to see uh, Hope uh, Pym's Hope Pym's uh, wasp outfit, basically. Yeah, yeah, that was that was really cool. Or Queen, what was it? What is it called? Queen Bee. Red Queen. Red Queen, Red Queen, yeah. And then everyone yeah. in the in our in the audience like applauded. Because it looks cool. Yeah. It had yeah. more colors. That's the only thing that I was kind of bummed out about is the Ant Man suit and the wasp suit. Like, I mean, it practically makes sense. They look the same. The exact same. Yeah. It makes sense, but it's like on a practical level. But it's like it's a comic book movie. Let's see it in yellow, you know. I kind of wish it could have been the precedent for like the yellow jacket suit. Oh, that'd be cool. But um, I th- I do think that <clears throat> um the the climax was tight. Like <laughs> it was like Marvel was so ballsy that they had their main climax around to, like a kid's like Thomas the Tank engine. Oh yeah. <laughs> That and then, so funny. and then, like the enlarging things, like that. Oh yeah, when it hit the, the train. <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, that was a cool effect, and it was kind of a it was a cool battle scene. Like they actually, yeah. it had levels to it, or had like a narrative flow to the battle. It wasn't just fighting. And it was still funny. Like just zoom out and then zoom back in. Zoom out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's cool because the daughter was watching, so it's yeah. like she was a surrogate, and then. Uh, and we got more than just the train derailing. We got a, a few other things that were like, the what ants. the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, man, and uh, the casting is... I forgot. I didn't even mention Bobby Cannavale. Like, that guy's that cool. The police guy? <laughs> yeah. And lo- then Judy Greer. And Judy Greer. Like, th- that casting's That's cool because they could, like, point out uh, Scott's flaws without being, like, one-dimensionally preachy, you know? Yeah. Like, uh... I like her character in Jurassic World, <laughs> where she where she exists her. just to like, yeah. where she exists just a lecture. But like in this, she felt like a little more a little more fleshed out. But Bobby Cannavale was yeah. like, um, was cool because he wasn't like 
just asshole cop stepdad you know mm-hmm. he's like like you believe he they earned his performance earned the, because, the twist like, at the end we're behind paul rudd so we know that he's good but like if you were him you'd be like yeah you don't pay child support Oh, you were yeah, just in jail. Why are you at my house for? Yeah, but like his performance doesn't make it too judgy. Like yeah. where it's like, but that's cartoony what I'm saying. Cliches. It's so yeah. I understand what you're saying. Uh, the character makes sense, right? Yeah. But uh, but when but when he finally makes the turn, it's just like oh, like he, he he did like his his performance wasn't like I hate you. It was like I hate your decisions. You know. Yeah. It wasn't like I'm disappointed to you. It's like, I'm disappointed in your decisions, which is really cool. Which is kind of cool on Peyton Reed's part, because it's like, um, I don't know, like just that humanness hasn't been seen in a blockbuster for a while. Oh, I yeah. think. It's always just that I hate you, I hate everything you do. Yeah. Which we're like, gonna... now I'm with your wife and I'm taking over your life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's just so refreshing to watch this after like Terminator Genesis and Jurassic World. It's like, <laughs> oh, this is what a cool movie could be. Um... Yeah, and then the heist was... What did you guys think about the heist? The Pym Industries heist? It was cool. It was funny. It was great. It had a lot of cool moments. It was it was, um, it was, was pretty well-paced, in my opinion. Um, and uh, they had a lot of those... Like, a lot of those, like, um... Like, on your... Like, on the edge of your seat moments, for me, like, the... I think one moment is, um... Especially was, a. Uh, what was it? When he's jumped... When he needs to jump down, but there's, like, lasers there... Oh, yeah. He needs to jump down there. And, and then the and hacker's like, trying to hack the yeah. laser grid. And he's, like, going crazy. Yeah, that, that was a, that was a kind of on, on the edge of my seat. I knew he was going to get in there, but... Um, but your butt hurt, so you just had to move in your seat. <laughs> no, no, but... Um, I was in the back of my seat, because, like, I do this thing where, like, I'm, like, leaning back in the seat, and then, yeah. like, the back part of my butt starts to hurt, so I have to sit upright and yeah. put, like my butt like in the corner so yeah so i'm never at the edge of my seat because by the third act it's like i gotta be at the back of my seat so my butt stops hurting so i don't know why critics say that you know but anyways i get what you're saying i dude the 3d the 3d is actually decent in this movie um Mm -hmm. like this the shots of him riding the crazy ants like through the water i was like oh Oh, this is fun like this is cool 3d the post it's post-process they didn't shoot it in 3d but like it's not. It didn't have that flat pain look that, like shitty post processing has. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, like sometimes it looks like cardboard just popping oh. out, but like this one's kind of round. It was kind of rounded in Ant Man. I mean, a lot of the. It kind of looked like that at the beginning. Yeah, because that was like the. Um, but like, I mean, obviously they had a CG the all the ant scenes. Yeah. So it just made it look fun, and like when they're flying through the servers, I was like, "Well, this is pretty fun." Yeah, yeah, yeah. To see. That's um, cool. And yeah, the heist is simple, but I just all the moving parts are cool, like uh, like Michael Pena and T Pain or yeah. T I T Pain. T Pain. <laughs> That's a whole different movie. Um, I just it was so funny how useless the cops were. Like yeah. they would just go from one person to the other. <laughs> I wanted them to address that. I wanted to Bobby Cannavale and be like, "Dude, this is really <laughs> shitty cops." <laughs> Um, it's because they were being undercover, but yeah, they just left Ti there. Yeah, because oh, yeah. well, something crazy would happen, and they'd have to run. Um, and then the tank shows up, 
And then that uh, was awesome. I'm sorry, that was really cool. The tank, uh, the ta- like the tank keychain, but it wasn't a keychain. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. I really that was that was crazy. Yeah, that was fun. That was a fun surprise. And, um, then, and then I thought about it. You can make anything into a keychain if you had the pin particle. Yeah. I want the pin particle. Yeah, there's like a. That's why. That's why it's so sought after. It's a powerful thing. And then you would just want it to make things into keychains. Oh, and also other things, but I'm not gonna get into that. Keychains. That's weirdly okay. put. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like to be a small human being and the dogs being dominant. What? <laughs> okay, never mind. Um, we're going to creepiness now. Is a creeper just super weird? What <laughs> do you the mean? same thing. Okay, but um, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him trying to crawl out of this. Look at him trying to crawl out of this. I would use it to make Charlie just my slightly smaller. I would make him slightly bigger. Bigger. <laughs> I want to wrestle with him. <laughs> I'm gonna wrestle Charlie. What else would I do? I don't know. I'd probably make like pizza bigger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I'd get bagel bites and make them like full size oh. pizzas. What? Some? Huge deep And then I'll do, and then I do like bite size like double cheeseburgers. <laughs> or like I'll do bite size double doubles from In and Out. Just get a bunch of them and just make them bite size. <laughs> Wait, do calories shrink? <laughs> um, yeah, they didn't go over that. I, I fucked this movie. I don't like it anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, the 3D was really cool, though. <laughs> That's what we were talking about, the 3D. Uh, I also like Scott Lang's... They did a cool job of making him like seem like an actual heist person. Like, or like oh, a, a thief, like, a burglar. He, yeah. When he first burgles his house? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was, a, that was a fun sequence. Did he get in shape just so he could do, do that? that? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? That was cool. Um, probably, right? Chris Pratt like got in that shape just for one shot in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Like He had to get like that low fat percentage just for that one shot. Obviously, he's making use of it in other movies, but probably. Sorry. Big ups, Paul Rudd. Big ups. Big ups. I think what I really liked about it was the whole like um, one the banter like the whole, like um Hank Pym just just like talking so much crap about like Tony Stark and like the Iron Man suit and he and then uh, and then how Scott Lang does not like he does not want to be involved with the Avengers at all like when he was going like you said this is gonna be a house and he's going on the Avengers headquarters I think mm-hmm. and then. I just love that. And, oh yeah, let's have a review too. And then you hear like the Avengers theme play as you like close in on there. That was fun. Oh, we got an exact location for where the new Avengers facility is too. Um, I forgot what it was. It was it Syracuse, New York? Yeah. It was, I know, it was upstate New York. It was Syracuse, right? I think so. Let's find it. Cool. Um, uh, what about the last end credits? The post credits scene. Post credits scene. Uh, oh yeah, that was I thought awesome. that was Spider Man. I was telling you guys oh, just because yeah. I saw the flash of red. I was like, ooh, like for a split second, I was like, what? It's <laughs> Bucky. It's Bucky. Yeah, I'm like, I was the only one in the theater that audibly, audibly was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they all just like went with it. 
But yeah, someone exiting the theater. I don't know if podcasters, if you guys are listeners, if you guys already know this, but I didn't know for sure. But I heard someone walking out the theater saying it was part of the, it was a shot from Civil War. And it seems like it. Yeah. Because they're talking about the Accords, which is a Civil War thing. Um, there's a bunch of Honda Accords, and they uh, <laughs> they crash into each other. Like Captain it's America crashes into Iron Man. Honda yeah, basically. <laughs> and I like how kind of how Avengers was a commercial for Beats. But uh, really? But yeah, they found Bucky. Yeah, it was. A and commercial. they need Ant Man for something, which is cool. That, and then it kind of makes you real like it. Um, Ant Man hadn't accidentally went into the Avengers headquarters. It would probably they probably wouldn't find him. They probably wouldn't know who the hell he is. They should just have a scene. That's so cool. That's really they should cool. just have a scene in another Marvel movie where, like, they leave food out and they're like, God damn it! Scott, can you get over here? Get this fucking ass out of the kitchen! Yeah, why not? <laughs> That'd be funny. They all have their own thing. <laughs> That'd be easy, yeah. right? Like, Iron Man 4, like, like Brody or like Pepper's like, oh Tony, we have ants. I told you not to leave it out. It's like, oh don't worry, I got a guy for that. <laughs> <laughs> what if that was the post credit scene? <laughs> I mean, there's been sillier ones, right? Like shawarma. Yeah, that's funny. Don't forget dancing Groot. <laughs> oh yeah, that one's fun. Yeah, but it's completely innocuous and unnecessary, right? What? That's not what innocuous means. Um, what is what was? The Howard dancing, Howard dancing the, Howard group, the Howard Duck, oh, yeah. everything in Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Man, so if so fun. If the last scene in this movie is any indication, not the last scene, but the scene where he's like in quantum, the quantum zone or whatever, is any indication Doctor Strange is going to be a crazy ass movie? Is that oh, the yeah. one after Civil War? I think so. Or is that Guardians? Yeah, 2? it's, is, uh, it's, it's Doctor Strange. Yeah, next year. Wow, it's Star- coming out next yeah. year. Yeah, so, yeah, Doctor Strange is going to be crazy. Next year. I think you'll be... Wait, Guardians 2 is coming out in two years? No, actually, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. The, yeah, the title was just announced. I think so, two years, yeah. Yeah, two it's in Cool! James, yeah. James Gunn just finished the script, so... Cool, cool, cool. Um, Dude. Yeah, Doctor Strange, you should be excited for that. It's about a wizard. We're in fi- oh, yeah! <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> we're in fi- and this is the last origin film that we're going to have. For the rest, yeah. They said Doctor. Well, Doctor Strange is already Doctor Strange. Yeah, he's not gonna. It's not gonna be an origin film. Black Panther might be though, and so same. With no, because he's, he's making uh, his debut in Civil War, so he's, oh, already, yeah. he's already Black Panther. What about Captain Marvel? That's gonna need to be an origin story. I don't yeah, think enough people. Yeah, because I think Kevin Feige said it wasn't going to be. That there's Captain be Marvel. No more since Doctor after Doctor. It's like starting with Doctor Strange. There's gonna be no more with the new films. Oh my god, guys, we're in phase three already. That's interesting. Yeah, it was the end of phase two. I don't know why it was so apparent that this would be the end of phase two. But a lot of people said this is... Uh, what? Like, a lot of critics said that this, this is, is the like end the of most, phase two? This is the end of phase two. It's technically, yeah. Kevin Feige considers it the end of phase two. Because he said, like... He said it'd be apparent, but I can't think about why. Like, why? What makes this the end of phase two rather than ultimate? I think because it's like. Just because like, it's right like before the Civil War. Yeah, I guess. I think, like, either that or right before. Right after the events maybe of Maybe it'll be apparent so like, after Civil War. Yeah, maybe. No, I think maybe it's because, um. 
uh, what was it called? What did I say? Oh, yeah. Maybe there's not just some crazy reason, and they're like, oh, it doesn't really fit in phase three. This no, is phase 2.5. Like, oh, yeah, because oh, yeah, phase three is going like, to be post Civil War, which is going to be pretty big. So then, Hopefully. wouldn't Civil War be the end of phase two? No. No. It's the beginning of phase two is Civil War. Phase three is Civil War. Yeah. Dude, we're almost done with this. <sighs> done with what? This podcast. What do you mean? We're yeah, never gonna be done. Yeah. This podcast is only never. ending. This podcast only ends when Marvel stops making movies. And, they, and if they do, if they don't stop, we'll be on our deathbeds. Welcome back to Marvelous. <laughs> We're are we all dying Best at the same time? What are we? Coach. What's what's gonna happen? Like you're on your deathbed, Michael. And then like and I the will live forever. <laughs> you look exactly the same as you do now. So. Blah, blah, blah. In the first ant sequence, this comes from Reddit. In the first ant sequence, Scott jumps over a newspaper asking who was to blame for Sokovia. Interesting. That's what it's called, Sokovia. So that's a that's a civil war. That's a civil war thing. Who was to blame for Sokovia? Okay. Tony Stark. <laughs> Tony Stark. All right. So Ant Man. I highly recommend it. If you're listening to yeah, if you're listening to this far in in the podcast, you, you saw it already. <laughs> so, what did you think about it? Find us on uh, our just various Twitters, right? Uh, follow the podcast on Twitter at Marvel Marion. Um, yeah, change the name. And finally, and you can follow Mike. Where can they? You changed it to Marvel Marion. You did not like Marvelous Mar, so yeah, because we were thinking it should be Marvelous Pod. Anyways, <laughs> we said that on a podcast. No, you never did. We well, listened to all of them. No, what we told you though. Oh, well. Um. Okay. Anyways, Mike, Mike, where the, where can they find you? Um, I'm right here at the table at one... No, I'm not going to give this away. <laughs> uh, one mic on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find all uh, my other podcasts, the Geekdom Fancast at Geekdom Fancast. Uh, Facebook.com slash the Geekdom Fancast. Uh, Geekdom Fancast at Twitter. And I forgot Hates Geeks, and I have an article at the New York Daily News that you should look up about Star Wars Battlefront. Also a Disney property, because Disney owns all of our lives. And you can follow Marion at Marion Ray on Instagram, and it links to my Twitter. So, and um, we're all on Snapchat. Pat and Rhodes. Marion Party. On Twitter. On Snapchat. You're on Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> the F, bro. I don't. I, I don't use it that much. Anyways, follow us and tell us what you guys think. Um, was this uh, as big? Of a movie as I, you expect, thought it I, was. Expected, I expected a lot bigger. <laughs> Did you come in with tiny expectations? Oh, um, okay. That's enough. <laughs> okay, bye.